Welcome to the Soulful Summit Podcast, a journey to your higher self. I'm your host, Haley Peel, a life coach and pharmacist, where I will help you elevate your self-care, reclaim your energy, and align with your true north. We will chat about holistic living, adventure, raising your energetic vibration, and how to connect with your higher self. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today's topic is around energy and creating your own life. So do you ever get into a negative headspace about work in the pharmacy? Maybe work feels draining and it feels overwhelming. Maybe you feel like there's a negative cloud in your pharmacy department, or maybe you have struggles with leadership, like you feel your, your boss doesn't understand, or they won't listen, or maybe they have so much on, on their plate, you don't, you don't want to bother them with some of the things you're struggling with. Maybe you're, feeling, maybe you're beginning to feel resentful more and more about work. Maybe you find yourself complaining to a coworker to find comfort or common ground in that struggle or in, or in that complaining. Or maybe you find it harder and harder to leave work at work and you find yourself venting to your sister or your friend or your partner about work more and more and you don't want to. You really want to be present with your friends and your family and not be always thinking or worrying about work. But you find yourself feeling more and more drained and lack the energy to do things you love. Maybe you start to look around for other job opportunities, but part of you feels stuck. Okay, so I want to interrupt this thought pattern right there and offer you this. You are the co-creator of your life. If you aren't the one creating your life, then who is? This is a really important concept. You are the co-creator of your life. If you aren't the one creating your life, then who is? So our beliefs create thoughts. Our thoughts create feelings. Feelings create actions or habits. And actions create our experiences in our life. Our beliefs create thoughts. Thoughts create feelings. Feelings create actions or habits, and these actions create our experiences and our life. All starts with a belief, our belief and our thoughts. So another way to say this is that our outer world is a direct reflection of our inner world, what we are, what we are saying to ourselves. So if you feel overwhelmed or stuck in your pharmacy career, part of you actually may want to be experiencing that. It's likely subconscious, but some part of you wants to be experiencing what you are experiencing. Otherwise, you would be experiencing something else. So if you want to upgrade your outer experiences, you have to upgrade your beliefs. Limiting beliefs get in the way of what we actually desire. So I want to tell you the story 
of my friend and fellow coach, Jen Copas. I actually interviewed her on my podcast in episode two, when it was called the Empowered Adventure Podcast. And I want to share her story of overcoming limiting beliefs. So a little bit of background on Jen. Jen is a former teacher. She was an administrator and a university instructor. She now is the owner, proud owner of Revitalized Health and Wellness Coaching. And she, her mission is to empower men and women to let go of limiting beliefs and get after the life they want. So when I interviewed her in episode two, Jen shared her struggle with obesity and how she entered the world of running in her forties, which led her to four half marathons, six sprint triathlons, and many 5k races. So at, at the time that she's telling this story, um, before she got into to triathlons, she lived in California. Uh, she had two, or she has two kids. Um, but at that point in her life, her weight had skyrocketed to almost 300 pounds. And even at that weight, she really tried to move her body. Uh, she would, she would try and get out and jog the best she could because she knew she wanted to lose weight. She, she knew she wasn't happy. And she tells a story that she had her next door neighbors were both retired Marines and they both rode bikes and she had this thought like, oh my gosh, that is just so cool. So her and her husband, they both, uh, they bought some bikes and they started riding with them. And, you know, she talks about her neighbors. They, they taught, um, they taught them how to ride in a group. So riding in a group is a lot different. Uh, if, if you haven't before than riding kind of solo, like there's, there's a level of, uh, skill, if you will, to, to ride safely in a group. And, she, she talks about her friend, her, her neighbor, Keith, who kept telling her, you know, Jen, hold your line, hold your line. And cause she was just kind of all over the place as you're, as she's riding her bike. And she just kept, kept going and kept showing up. And, uh, her friend, her neighbor, Keith's wife, Linda got them signed up for, um, a duathlon. So, uh, it's a, it's a bike run. And so in California, she signed up for this duathlon at, and she, she, at almost 300 pounds, she did this bike run and she said, she'll never forget her neighbor. And it made her really emotional the whole time. Linda never left her side that whole race. And she looks back and she was like, oh my gosh, you know, now she's like, how brave was I at that time? She was almost 300 pounds. And she had the courage to put on biking shorts and get out there and just try to do this, this thing, this duathlon. And she knew that she, she says that she knew this competitive spirit was in me, was in her. And she knew, you know, she did not have the typical triathlon body type, but that's okay. She did it anyways. And she later, she goes on to share, you know, more about her story and, um, you know, that she, she went on to have the weight loss surgery and she made, was able to, um, you know, maintain and continue improving her health. And again, she went on to do these, um, you know, four half marathons, six sprint triathlons and many 5k races. And she, she shares, you know, it's really important around, you know, around limiting, overcoming limiting beliefs is having an optimal mindset. And so I want to share a couple of the takeaways that Jen shared on that episode. If you want to get more of a detail about her story, check out episode episode two. You will love Jen and just is the very inspiring story. 
But she shares, you know, make your why greater than feelings of than any feelings of shame. I mean, she could have, you know, said, "Ah, I'm, you know, looked at herself in the mirror, just felt like, you know, this is not I a limiting belief would have been, oh, I can't do this. I'm not the right weight. I'm not the right size to do this triathlon. But her why was greater than any feeling of shame. That why was greater. It was more powerful. She says, let your belief that you can take over. And the key is just to start, just take one small step. And then she talks about, you know, when anxiety takes over, connect with your breath. And another thing that I love that she talked about is just have the attitude of just try. What's the worst that can happen? You finish last. So what? Um, she talks about, you know, try new things, trust yourself, trust your training and whatever. I mean, these, in whatever area of life that you're, you're working towards, you can apply this to any, any area of your life. She says, enjoy the process of moving your body. And another big key here is accept and appreciate where you are today. Not when you get, when, not when you lose you know, the 20 pounds, not when you get the job, not when you get the relationship, not when you get to the top of whatever mountain you're climbing. The key is to accept and appreciate where you are now and just show up and believe in yourself. So, you know, I cannot remember who says this. I think it was a president, but he says, I'll have to look it up, but he says, there's a quote as if you think you can, or you think you can't, you're right. So choose to be in the you can category. Okay, so let's get to action steps. So the first thing that to help you with your why is to get clear on your values. Like, let's start with your values. What are your values? You can um, Google values worksheets. There's lots of tools and like free tools and resources online that just to kind of give you a whole list of different um, values to kind of go through and, and, and look at. Um, I, when I work with my clients one-on-one, we, we do go through a, a specific exercise and defining your values, but just to give you some ideas, some of the values that I connect with or that are, that are my core values. Number one is connection. Um, another one is contribution. Another one is spirituality, faith, uh, health, and also growth. So what are your values? Get clear on your top three to five values And the second action step is, are your actions in alignment with your values? So this is, this is key because if you go through and you kind of look at your calendar and you look at how you're spending uh, your time, like maybe you say you value connection and time with friends and family. Okay. So look at your calendar, where on your calendar are you spending time with friends and family? Maybe you value creativity and Okay. Awesome. I love that. So where, where in your calendar are you giving yourself time to be creative? Um, same thing with health, you know, so health and wellness, are you dedicating time in your calendar for your health and wellness? This is, this is a, I go through a specific exercise with my one-on-one clients on this. Cause it can be very eye opening of like, okay, I listed these three to five values, but I seem to have a lot of work on my calendar or I seem to have a lot of Netflix on my calendar or, or, or whatever the thing is, they can quickly identify maybe areas 
uh, that are gaps and can work on kind of realigning. Because when you are in alignment with your values, every day you can begin to enjoy that process more. You can begin to enjoy your day-to-day journey more. So yeah, get clear on your values and look at your calendar. Are your actions in alignment with your values? Alrighty. That is all that I have for you guys today. Hope you enjoyed that episode and I will talk to you soon. As a busy woman in the corporate world, I experienced success in the traditional sense, a good job, a house, friends, and family, my dog Fitzroy. I had a lot to be grateful for, yet something still felt off. I felt like I was just going through the motions without any real sense of purpose or fulfillment. I struggled to find work-life balance. I felt like I was always on the go, juggling multiple responsibilities. I had lost touch with who I really am and what truly makes me happy. I was living on autopilot. What do you do if you feel overwhelmed and exhausted all the time, like you're constantly running on empty? What do you do if you can't seem to switch off and just relax? Even when you do have downtime, your mind is still racing with work and family worries. If you feel this way, you're not alone and this is completely normal. It's why I designed a quiz to help busy, successful career women in their 30s and 40s who feel their life force is being drained, prioritize their self-care, and reclaim their energy by knowing their unique self-care style. When you finish the quiz, you get your tailor-made results sent directly to your inbox. Just click the link in the podcast show notes to take your free quiz to find out what is your unique self-care style.